Welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and this time I'll be talking about you can't take anything for granted. Who is it who said you can't take anything for granted? Dictionary.com has a definition that says, take for granted, or took, or taken for granted. Published July 23, 2019. What does take for granted mean? The expression to take for granted means to accept without question or objection and often implies a lack of appreciation or gratitude. That is, many of us may take for granted the fact that we have access to clean drinking water. When it comes to people, to take someone for granted means to take advantage of, show no appreciation for, or undervalue them. And I will get back to this. However, there are also listings for what are referred to as related words on the same page. The first of the related words I will discuss is water under the bridge. Published April 5th, 2018. What does water under the bridge mean? Water under the bridge refers to past events especially fights or disagreements that are forgiven, forgotten, or otherwise no longer considered important. Who uses water under the bridge? Today, when not referencing Adele's popular single, Water Under the Bridge is frequently used in colloquial speech and writing to refer to a feud disagreement, or breakdown in a romantic relationship that the author or character, if in fiction, has moved on from. This is not meant to be a formal definition of water under the bridge, like most terms we define on dictionary.com, but is rather an informal word summary that hopefully touches upon the key aspects of the meaning and usage of water under the bridge that will help our users expand their word mastery. And I have hosted a number of Water Under the Bridge reunion parties for former colleagues to keep in touch with each other. And I'm kind of proud of that. Another related word is, ahem, fuckboy. Fuckboy from Men's Health by Zachary Zane. Published May 18th, 2020. It's 2020, and still, somehow, you don't know what it means when people talk about fuckboys. It's awkward because it's too late to ask what fuckboy means, <laughs> especially if someone's called you one. Oh, the days. Whenever you first heard it, you were too embarrassed to admit that you didn't know what it meant, so you let it go, assuming the word would eventually fall out of mainstream vernacular. But instead... It's become ubiquitous. Luckily for you, I, too, am often too late to the party. So, I decided to do a deep dive into where the term fuckboy came from and exactly what people mean when they throw it around today. I also really wanted to make sure I am not, in fact, a fuckboy. 
Where did the term fuckboy come from? First, let's talk about where the word comes from because its meaning has evolved over time. As Jezebel notes, the term fuckboy originated in African-American vernacular English and black slang. It grew popular through hip-hop music, including the 2002 song Boy Boy by Cameron, where fuckboy refers to a man who's a faker. Fuckboys are also mentioned in the 2014 Run the Jewels song, Oh My Darling Don't Cry. In an interview with Under the Radar, Killer Mike was asked about the meaning of the word in that song. He said, The way you can identify fuckboys is because they are always doing fuck shit. Just the dumbest, weirdest, lamest possible shit ever. There was a huge spike in search and usage of the word directly following Oh My Darling Don't Cry, according to Google Trends. The term peaked between 2015 and 2016. Around that time, the broader culture, aka white people, appropriated the word and tried to give it a different meaning, the one you've probably heard before in regards to sex, dating, and relationship. You may be able to find the same content in another format, or you may be able to find more information at their website. Believe it or not, Dictionary.com offers a definition of the word fuckboy. Alternative spellings and styles of the word include fuckboy, fuckboy, F-U-C-K-B-O-I, and F-U-C-C-B-O-I, fuckboy, but the latter actually has a specific meaning in the fashion world. Of note, Google Docs is also not giving me that red squiggly underneath, so they too apparently know the word is legit. A fuckboy is that guy, the one who doesn't respect women, but relies on them heavily. He's distant, doesn't care about other people's time, and won't commit. He's self-absorbed, does stupid things, and fucks with others' emotions. Can we take a moment to appreciate that Dictionary.com dropped all dictionary pretenses and went ahead and said that in bold, followed by an ellipsis? I have half a mind to believe that Dictionary.com was once screwed over by a fuckboy. But back to that definition, which explains a few key elements of the term. One, it's a man who doesn't respect women. And we got gay fuckboys too, lots of them. Two, simultaneously he's dependent on women and men. Three, he engages in selfish behavior without caring whether or not he hurts women or men. But I will leave this to the women. While this definition is a great start, it only scratches the surface of a true fuckboy's actions. I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, what are these stupid things of which you speak, dictionary.com? I need details, examples, receipts. Not to mention, the definition is missing the most prominent factor that defines a fuckboy's true nature. Sex. A fuckboy is all about trying to get his dick wet. <laughs> a fuckboy's words, not mine. The third most popular definition of fuckboy on UrbanDictionary.com, the go-to site on all slang, posted by Mediocre Mind on February 16, 2015, 
provides a careful analysis of how exactly a fuckboy behaves. <sighs> Asshole boy, I said that, who is strictly into sexual relationships. He will lead a girl on and let her down, then apologize only to ask for pics once the girl has welcomed him back into her trust. Boys like this will pretend to genuinely care about the girl, but always fail to provide the supposed affection. He almost never makes plans because he has to hang out on his terms, which could be the most whimsical of times. And if the girl rejects those plans because she has a legitimate reason for not being able to hang out, he will get pissed. However, if plans are made, he will bail on them without a second thought. If a girl tries to stand up to this asshole, he will most likely deny everything and turn it all around on the girl, making it seem as though the conflict at stake is her fault and he has done nothing wrong and hates when girls bitch at him for, quotation marks, no reason. He will always come crawling back because he is a horny prick and cannot withstand the dispossession of some of his bays because he has more than one, that's for sure. Texting such a boy will consist of the girl carrying the conversation and the guy responding with short answers 10 or more minutes after the girl's response, but when she asks why he takes so long to answer, it will be because he is busy, but he promises he likes her. Boys like this are egotistical assholes who cannot be trusted and are hard to get rid of because they say all the right things to get the girl back. Shablam! That was all the detail we needed. This definition explains how a fuckboy will 1. Do or say anything, that is, lie, to have sex. This includes flattery, that is, you're so beautiful, baby, you turn me on so much. Saying he has romantic feelings when he does not that is, but I really love you. Gaslighting. You always turn nothing into such a big deal. And groveling. Please, baby, I'm so sorry. I miss you so much. That's the first level of detail. Two, simultaneously do the bare minimum to have sex. This is the complex irony your 10th grade English teacher was lecturing about. While all he wants is sex, a fuckboy wants to hang out, parenthetically, in the most whimsical of times. To be honest, I'm not exactly sure what mediocre mind was implying by the use of the word whimsical in this context, but I'm assuming they meant late night booty calls. Do fuckboys not get horny during the day? Are they the equivalent of sexual vampires? Unclear. But while their goal is sex, apparently they don't want it that badly. But also they do. The fuckboy paradox. What's more, they don't text back promptly. And if they do, they only answer with a few words. Fuckboys want to have sex on their own terms without putting in any work. Third level of detail. Keep women around. It seems like fuckboys just like knowing that a woman is there and they can have sex with her if they wanted to. They like having options. I think it's a power thing, IMO. Fourth level of detail. B. 
be fragile. They seemingly combust at the drop of the pin. Can't hang out one night? A fuckboy will send you a barrage of texts calling you flaky, if you're lucky, or something far worse, if you're not. Call them out on their BS? Oh, fuck no. They can't handle that one bit. These boys are incapable of accepting any responsibility for their shitty behavior. The fifth level of detail. Always be selfish. Dictionary.com started addressing the selfish behavior of fuckboys, but Mediocre Mind really brought it home. These guys literally don't care about anyone but themselves. Maybe they treat their boys with a morsel of respect, but probably not. They are users. They use women. What should you do if fuckboy applies to you? After reading this, you may have realized that you are a fuckboy, or that you embody certain less-than-flattering fuckboy-esque qualities. Congratulations, you admitted it. Most fuckboys would never be able to acknowledge it. You, unlike other fuckboys, actually have the capacity to change. In your recovery, I'd first learn how to have casual sex responsibly. There's nothing wrong with casual sex, but there is an issue with lying, manipulating, and taking advantage of your casual partner. Second, get into therapy. You might be struggling with issues related to masculinity or with internalized sexist beliefs. Moving on from fuckboy, another in the related words category from dictionary.com. One does not simply published on March 1st, 2018. What does one does not simply mean? Alluding to a quote from a Lord of the Rings movie, one does not simply is the catchphrase of popular memes that comment on numerous, complex, challenging, or aggravating experiences or situations. Where does one does not simply come from? Lord of the Rings the Peter Jackson-directed movie trilogy inspired by the classic J.R.R. Tolkien novels was a very influential film production in the 2000s. In a notable scene in the first movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, a secret council declares that a magical, powerful ring can only be destroyed by being pitched into the fires of Mount Doom, a volcano in the dark and evil land of Mordor. In response, the character of Boromir, played by Sean Bean, explains to the group with great apprehension, one does not simply walk into Mordor. Its black gates are guarded by more than just orcs. There is evil there that does not sleep. And then, making a circle with his hand, he says, the great eye is ever watchful. The Fellowship of the Ring was released in 2001 to smashing box office success. By the time the Lord of the Rings film trilogy concluded in 2003, it had won numerous awards. The films also had a massive impact on popular culture, leading to imitations, copies, references, and online memes. One of these memes is One Does Not Simply, which turns Boromir's memorable line on its head. 
the one does not simply meme usually features a screenshot of Sean Bean as Boromir, especially a still of the actor making a circular eye shape with his hand. At the top of the image is the caption, One Does Not Simply, followed by text on the bottom that replaces the rest of the film's line, Walk into Mordor, with a different, usually humorous phrase. While most of the One Does Not Simply memes follow this pattern, there are other different takes on the same idea. For instance, one person set their locked computer up with a password suggestion, one does not simply open my computer, a humorous warning to the user's brother. Another person used an image of Sean Bean wearing a suit, staring at his cell phone with erupting volcanoes behind him, adding the caption, one does not simply check in to Mordor. Due to the meme's popularity, the phrase itself has become popular enough that the image is not always necessary for context. For example, one does not simply reheat tea. One does not simply lose a 26-point lead. One of the earliest instances of the meme dates back to at least 2004 on the Something Awful forums. The image shows Boromir driving a station wagon with a broken windshield, the caption reading, One does not simply drive into Mordor. Even though the Lord of the Rings trilogy ended in 2003, the One does not simply didn't peak on Google Trends until 2012. This spike was likely influenced by the 2011 release of the HBO fantasy series Game of Thrones, which starred Sean Bean as the protagonist Ned Stark, who donned a beard and long hair that looked very similar to Boromir in Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings prequel, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, was also released in December 2012, likely further boosting interest in One Does Not Simply. In 2011, Google Maps created an Easter egg related to the meme. If someone entered their starting location as the Shire, the Hobbit village where Lord of the Rings begins, and their destination as Mordor, the program would respond with Boromir's famous advice. One does not simply walk into Mordor. In 2015, Sean Bean acknowledged the popularity of the meme himself in an interview. For some reason, the parts I play, like Boromir or Ned Stark, have a life online long afterwards. I keep seeing, what do you call them, memes? One does not simply ask for a drink instead of one does not simply walk into Mordor, that sort of thing. They'll probably be my unintended legacy. Examples of one does not simply. One does not simply walk up behind an angry alligator and try to wrestle it. Those were Thursday thoughts at Giffy Cat, April 2017. Something that is not particularly free, unfortunately, is seeing fish, especially if they are playing on Long Island. And you would like to indulge in a conveyance that allows you to drink alcohol on the way. One does not, as that stupid Boromir meme on Reddit might say, simply walk into a fish concert sober. That's from Dick Corvette, I Survived a Fish Show, in Vice, July 2012. Who uses one does not simply... In The Fellowship of the Ring, Boromir's suggestion was advice, and just as importantly, good advice. 
Though the ring does eventually get destroyed in Mount Doom, many die along the way. Based on this, the one does not simply meme, while varying the content of what one simply doesn't do is usually presented as humorous warning for confronting complex situations or difficult problems. These problems can be legitimate, such as how to ask someone out on a date, or they can center on observational humor. One does not simply eat one potato chip. Very often, though, the meme is meant to be ridiculous, such as a guitar-wielding Sean Bean stating that one does not simply rock into Mordor. The meme is often satirical and self-referential, such as one image that shows a picture of Sean Bean in Game of Thrones with the caption, One does not simply assume that this is Boromir. This is not meant to be a formal definition of one does not simply, like most terms we define on Dictionary.com, but is rather an informal word summary that hopefully touches upon the key aspects of the meaning and usage of one does not simply that will help our users expand their word mastery. And now, back to the main theme of this podcast, all profanities aside. From Dictionary.com. Where does take for granted come from? We didn't just take for granted what the expression take it for granted means. We did our research. Beginning in the 1300s, the verb grant came to mean to admit to be true or to acknowledge. This meaning still exists. Think of when someone says, I grant you that, meaning you're right on that point. In the 1600s, the expression to take for granted arose to mean to consider true without requiring proof. The phrase appeared early on in religious texts. As early as the 1620s, take for granted had taken on a negative connotation, implying that someone was assuming something without or not in evidence. By the 1800s, the expression take for granted began to take on the sense of assuming that someone or something would exhibit certain qualities without express instructions. An example comes from an essay from an 1880 issue of Fraser's magazine that she would acquire a thorough knowledge of the best art of cookery. I take for granted. The phrase's past participle form, taken for granted, became more widespread in the 19th century. At the time, it was ideas or things that were taken for granted. By the 20th century, people were being taken for granted in the sense that they were assumed to have certain qualities or would do certain things for people without thanks. Around the same time, the expression taken for granted came to refer to someone who was taken advantage of or whose value was underappreciated. Examples of being taken for granted. Being able to just throw my hair up in a puff is a luxury I'll never take for granted again. At Nadrea, December 2018. Having a partner who expresses their positive feelings for you through physical, consensual affection is a really positive thing. Forehead kisses and nighttime snuggles then shouldn't be taken for granted. Ava Taylor Grant, Bustle, November 2018. Who uses taken for granted? These days, take for granted and its variants are very widely used in English speech and writing around the world. 
the expression take for granted can still mean what it meant in the 1600s, to assume something as a fact without requiring proof. The psychologist took it for granted that mental illness was a factor when, in reality, it was a learning disability. The expression taking something or someone for granted can also be used to express a general lack of gratitude for a situation or person. That is, we take for granted that the government will provide free schooling for children. Taken for granted, as we've seen, especially applies to people who feel they've been treated in a careless or indifferent manner. That is, teachers are taken for granted and deserve higher wages. Well, I feel somewhat enlightened, but have a nagging feeling that I will soon continue to take things for granted in far too many ways. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out. Thank you.